Tell me this, have you ever tried to record a podcast interview only to end up with the most glitchy footage you've ever seen? Like the audio is all weird and the video is dropping frames left and right? That is what happens when you don't use Riverside to record your online podcast interviews. I love using Riverside when I record interviews for the Creator Club podcast, and it's what I recommend to all our podcast clients at Creatorly Media as well. Riverside is unique because it actually records your own audio and video locally, like on your your computer, and then it uploads it simultaneously while you're recording. So this means when you're all done recording, you'll have the crisp, high quality audio and video files for both you and your guest ready to download. It is such a game changer to have all your tracks locally recorded and separately too, which means you can get the best quality for everyone on the call and it makes your life way easier in editing. Plus it's super easy for your guests to use as well. You can just send them a link to join. If you want to try Riverside for yourself, go to riverside.com. FM and use the code KD15 for 15% off of any Riverside plan. That is K-A-T-I-E-1-5 for 15% off at Riverside.fm. Thanks so much to Riverside for sponsoring the Creator Club podcast. I try really hard not to care about my numbers and metrics on social media platforms, whether it's YouTube, TikTok, or Instagram. But I have to admit, when I see the little confetti animation on YouTube Studio when I get a 1 out of 10 video, or when my Instagram reels reach the hundreds of thousands of views, I can't help but feel this absolute rush of dopamine that really, really motivates me to create even more content and push out more videos that I think are going to reach more people. Now, I'm not saying that is a healthy approach, but I am saying that it is honest. And when I'm not in a position where I'm seeing a lot of return on the content that I'm posting, I'm always experimenting with new stuff. I'm trying out new strategies on Instagram and other platforms to see what I can do that might get me to that point where I break through and get that reach that I'm looking for. But here's the thing about experiments, sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. But this time, this time my friends, my experiment really freaking worked. And it helped me gain almost 5,000 new Instagram followers in just one week. And actually just recently looked at my stats and over the course of the month of February, I gained over 15,000 new followers in total. And I want to share how that went down. And hopefully some of my experiments, some of my strategies might also help you see that increase in reach and new followers as well. But going back to my intro about how this affects us all emotionally, I do think it's important to mention when we're talking about viral growth and and chasing it and all that, that viral growth on these platforms is not the be all end all. And for every up there's always going to be a down. Even now, I'm already starting to see a slow come down in my Reels views, and it's very hard to know, you know, how long that's going to last for, because when you're in the midst of it, you don't know what what the big picture is. But it is important to know, you know, when we're chasing these high numbers in terms of views and increase in followers, you normally don't see exponential viral growth forever. For every big up, there's always going to be a little bit of a dip. And that dip can sometimes feel worse than the stagnancy you had before that because you get used to this big increase. You get used to every time you refresh your Instagram profile, you see your follower count go up. And eventually that will probably slow down a little bit because these things come in waves. So I just want to say that it's not all about 
chasing that dopamine hit. I myself am like always trying to kind of interrogate those feelings within myself and figure out what the best balance for me mentally is. Yeah, it's just the truth that like it feels really, really good to see those big numbers and it can feel really, really bad to stop seeing those big numbers as well. So I feel like that's just my little like emotional health like warning tag for you on this whole episode that it's exciting, it's fun to be strategic and see that social media growth, but you also can't let it come to define who you are because otherwise you're going to be in store for like a lot of disappointment and mental hardship in the future. Take it from somebody who knows. So anyway, with that little moment of honesty aside, today we're going to talk about exactly what I did and kind of what my process was for seeing this huge increase in my growth on Instagram with a number of viral reels, which has then actually turned into a lot of my content getting more reach. So we're going to dissect that, talk about what happened and how you can apply it to your own content in today's episode. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or 1 million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. Welcome, welcome back to the Creator Club podcast, my friends. I'm very excited to be sharing this episode with you because this one is, like I've been saying, very much based on my own personal experience. And yeah, I just feel like it's fascinating for me to look back on this process, this kind of crazy whirlwind of the past month of my Instagram growth and sort of dissect it and talk about what happened. And I hope it's going to be helpful for you too. Before we get into all of the juicy details, I do want to give a massive a thank you to this week's reviewer of the week. So this week's review is from Timbo Sally and it's titled The Real Deal. And the review reads, I love this podcast. Katie is extremely prolific at turning out content. This isn't filled with fluff, ads, or interviews, which I have grown very weary of. She's easy to follow. I could listen for hours every day. Thank you for your insight and hard work. Thank you for this super kind review. I really appreciate this. I am constantly hustling, grinding to uh, create as much content as I do. So I'm, I'm glad that you noticed, but also I'm glad that you find the podcast super helpful. So if you listening have not yet left a rating or review, I would really appreciate it if you would, because it's the best way that you can help contribute to the growth of the Creator Club podcast, which helps me continue to invest more time and energy into making this podcast as great as it possibly can be. So you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and if you don't use either of those platforms, I'd love to see you tagging me in your Instagram stories. Just take a screenshot of your podcast player, post it, let your friends know that you're enjoying the show, and if you tag me at Katie Steckley, I'd love to have a little chat with you in the DMs because I really appreciate all of y'all who listen, especially if you listen to like the end of the show every time, okay? The end of the show club, 
you're the real MVPs and I appreciate you. Okay, so with that little piece of housekeeping out of the way, let's get into the process that led me to gaining over 15,000 new followers in the month of February. Let's talk about it. The first piece of this puzzle is discovering trends and making sure they're going to fit your niche. I mean, you had to know this one was going to make the list, right? Being aware of the trends on Instagram is one very important piece of the growth puzzle. This could be a trending audio, a topic, a kind of format or style or meme, whatever it might be. It's important that you find these trends and figure out if that trend is something that would relate to your audience or help you reach a new audience as well. One big mistake I see a lot of creators making on Instagram is following a trend that doesn't necessarily relate to their niche or have a connection to their audience. Let's just say there's a trend going around where creators show like their best homemade bread recipe or something. This wouldn't be something that would really fit my niche though. I do love bread, uh, but I don't post about food at all, right? So Even though I might enjoy partaking in some homemade bread, I'm really not going to like make a reel where I share my recipe or whatever, right? So it's important that the trend that you find is something that you can either adapt to your own niche, subject area, audience, or it's something that is already relevant to what you normally talk about. Let's discuss a few methods for how you can discover new trends on Instagram. The best way you can find trends is by going to my weekly newsletter, The Creator Letter. I know a little self plug here, but seriously, we go through these trends on my team so that you don't have to spend all your time scrolling, okay? You can get the best top three trends each week that you might be able to adapt to fit your content. You can sign up for the creator letter at the link in the show notes. But beyond that, like we also share more than just Instagram Reels trends every week. We also share the latest news and updates and strategies in the creator world in general, social media marketing and content creation, tips and tricks. So you're gonna wanna check it out just for that, but um, it is a really helpful way and it's definitely the most popular part of our newsletter is the Reels trends that we share each week. So that can be a really great kind of shortcut to finding trends that you might wanna use. But even outside of the creator letter, I recommend just allotting some time each week to do a little scroll through reels. If you see a specific theme repeating, it's probably trending. Like if you see the same kind of format or the same kind of skit or the same sort of scene play out again and again, okay, that's probably a trend and you can decide whether or not you'd want to jump on it. Also, you can look for that little up and to the left arrow in the bottom corner of the screen next to where that little audio tag is. That little arrow indicates whether an audio is kind of on the rise, whether it's trending. And if you see that little arrow, that might be a good hint that you might want to use that sound. You might also just organically notice other people in your niche posting similar content and then like realize, oh, this is a current trend. And maybe that will inspire you to jump on it as well. So how did this come into play for my own growth on Instagram. Well, I was seeing a trend pretty frequently back in early January where creators were sharing their income in a short like 10 to 15 second reel. It was just like a clip of them working on their laptop or some other kind of B-roll style clip of them doing their work as a creator, had a trending audio in the background, and then text would appear on screen showing what their business revenue was for each month of the year, kind of going down the line. And I saw a lot of these 
really popping off. And I personally found them really intriguing. Like I found it very fascinating to see what other creators, businesses, revenue looked like. And I found it very relatable to see how much it fluctuated for everybody. So I was very intrigued by this and I felt kind of like, oh, this would be fun for me to create, even just to like look back and document it for my own self to see, you know, how did things sort of fluctuate and evolve for my business throughout the year. But honestly, I was really hesitant, which I'm going to talk more about that in a minute and how sometimes that can be a sign that it might be worth pursuing. But I felt really nervous about it and I wasn't really sure if I wanted to participate in the trend. I was afraid of what other people would think about me sharing my income, what people would think of the numbers themselves. Would they be impressed? Would they think it's not that good and I shouldn't be like, you know, even sharing about it. It's like embarrassing or whatever. Like I had all of these doubts about it. But after thinking about it for a while and seeing the trend do really well for other creators and being convinced by Shelby from Team Creatorly to just like go for it because she was like, look, other people are getting amazing views with this trend. Like you should share it. People will find it interesting. So I was convinced and I decided to give it a shot. And Dang, I am glad I did. It was very nerve wracking, but it certainly paid off. Immediately, I started seeing more views on that reel than I normally would see, but it wasn't necessarily like an overnight huge viral hit. It just was getting more views than I normally would expect. And over the coming weeks, it eventually gained around 600,000 views. That's where it's at currently, just over 600K, which is completely unreal for me with my typical Instagram reels reach. Like normally, like before I posted that, I would get, you know, three to 5,000 views on my typical reels. And if I got like 10,000 views on a reel, I'd be like, oh dang, that's really good. And after I posted this income streams reel, it got a lot of views at first. Again, like eventually kind of built up to 600K, but it definitely had a much bigger influx of reach than I normally would get. And then my other reels as well started getting more views to the point where in the past few weeks, my views were routinely hitting 15 to 20 to 30, even 60,000 views in some cases, which like, what? Where did that come from? It's unreal. It's like after I had this one viral reel perform really well, like one day the Instagram algorithm was just like, oh, Katie, we like her. Let's show her videos to people. So that's been a really crazy experience to see how the impact of like kind of one viral reel initiating it all has then snowballed into my other content, getting a lot more reach than it typically would. But here's the thing that I really want to emphasize. And I think this is important after so much discussion of how you can use trends to your advantage. I really believe that a good effective reel strategy is not all about chasing trends. I think that if all you ever do is chase trends and kind of follow your viral successes and like repeat them to see how many more views you can get. I think eventually that is going to lead to your audience feeling really burnt out on that style of content. And so if you want to keep up a loyal and engaged audience and not just be constantly chasing higher levels of reach, then I think it's important that you balance out your trendy content with original, more in-depth, high-value content. So I just wanted to say that now as an important note before you get too wrapped up in the whole chasing trends thing. We're going to come back to that more later because 
Later on at the end of the episode, I'm going to talk through exactly what I think a good balanced reel strategy looks like and what my personal content calendar is looking like these days. But I just wanted to make that note now that yes, trends are important and they can be super helpful for us being able to get this increased reach, reach new audiences, but you don't want to get too wrapped up in trends. Hey there, I just wanted to quickly interrupt myself to ask you a question. Did you know that me and my team at Creatorly Media have Instagram services? If you've been dreaming of starting or growing your Instagram, but have felt overwhelmed by some of the technical or strategic aspects, like maybe you're not sure how often you should post, what time you should post, what's the deal with hashtags anyway, or maybe you're struggling with editing reels or creating graphic carousels. Well, that's exactly what we are here for. We can help you make your Instagram dream a reality with our professional strategy development or content creation services, or all of the above. If you're ready to start growing a community on Instagram and really seeing results with your personal brand or business, then check out our services at creatorlymedia.com slash services. If you have any questions or want to chat, you can reach out and someone from the Creatorly Media team would be super happy to talk with you about how we can help you with creating your content or developing your strategy for Instagram. We can't wait for you to become a part of the Creatorly Media team. So reach out at creatorlymedia.com slash services. Okay. So before we get into my full breakdown of what my kind of approach to a good real strategy is, I wanted to talk about an important aspect of virality on Instagram reels, which is being willing to talk about stuff that other creators are not willing to talk about. I'm sure probably some of you listening have heard others suggest that you can create polarizing content or share your hot takes or share something a little bit controversial in order to gain more reach on Instagram or really any social media platform. What this strategy boils down to is essentially the willingness of a brand or business or creator to take a really hard and fast stance on certain topics that are possibly divisive or kind of like really niche or like specific to your audience. The idea of creating this polarizing content is to create content that others might be less willing to speak up about and that will probably generate a strong emotional response from your viewers. And by doing that, it will help generate you more views. What I will say is as a general caveat on the sort of state of social media in general is I think unfortunately a lot of bad actors use this exact tactic to spread a lot of negativity and like hateful messages. I mean, like I could list so many people that that come to mind that um, use really divisive, really offensive and, and hateful kind of content in order to gain reach on social media. And I just want to be clear that that is not at all what I'm suggesting that you do here. I think that we can use the kind of like emotional advantage on social media in terms of like really gripping people with our content and we can take a stance on something we can believe in and we can do that in a way that isn't hurtful or negative. So I just want to be clear about that. I'm not like telling you that you should start sharing offensive, controversial stuff for the sake of getting more reach. 
that's obviously a, a terrible thing to do. And, you know, I do not recommend that. And obviously I'm not trying to do that with my own content. But what I am saying is if you are willing to kind of take a stance, share your opinion on something that you do genuinely believe in, obviously not a stance you're going to manufacture for the sake of views. I think that you can see a big return on reach because of that. This is something that I have experienced when talking about obviously stuff like money. Like I mentioned, my big reel is about my income for 2022, but also sharing about stuff like my own journey with body image and insecurity and kind of like learning to love myself and topics like that. So I think some of those areas that are maybe a little bit more taboo or something that a lot of us are thinking about, like a lot of us are thinking about money and a lot of us are thinking about how we feel about our bodies, but a lot of us are not very willing to talk about that because it's sensitive and it's very personal. So if you are willing to be vulnerable and share honestly and openly about something that is a little bit more taboo or controversial or whatever it might be. And you kind of, you know, wear your heart on your sleeve and and share openly. People tend to respond very well to that because that's really honest and raw and you don't always see that kind of content online. So when that does break through the noise and you find somebody who's willing to be really honest and real, people will engage with that. People will watch your video to the end. People will comment and like. Um, So that's really, I think, the principle at the heart of it here is that when you're willing to share something that people are really interested in and a lot of people are not willing to talk about, then you'll tend to see really good results from that. And so the example that I'm giving here about my own income in 2022 is exactly that, right? Like how many people are willing to go on the internet and say, this is how much money my business made last year? Not a lot because that's vulnerable. I didn't want to do it at first because it's vulnerable and I was worried about how people might judge me. And that's you know why I wasn't gonna post it at first. I felt nervous and awkward, but ultimately I knew that I valued pay transparency, people having a sense of what it actually looks like to run a business in this industry. And I really value when other creators share their metrics. So I kind of understand what industry standards look like, especially in a really, really new industry like being an online content creator. So at the end of the day, my values of being transparent, sharing stuff that I personally find inspirational outweighed my hesitancy and my awkwardness around talking about money on Instagram. So I feel like this is a really great lesson in the fact that when you're willing to share what no one else wants to share, usually you will be rewarded with reach and engagement because people appreciate that vulnerability and that honesty. A lot of people don't want to talk about money but a lot of people want to hear about it. So if you're willing to do the talking, you'll often get a lot of reach because of that. And I think the same is true for other taboo topics as well. One of which I mentioned, you know, body image, but there's so many others we could add to that list, right? So as I saw this initial reel doing really well, as it was kind of like slowly building up that momentum, I mean, obviously like faster than my other content, but I could see that snowball rolling down the hill of like, wow, this has more views than I typically get and it's still continuing to grow. I thought, why don't I create a follow-up? I had lots of questions in the comments that basically amounted to how. People saw like, okay, so you made this much money each month in 2022. Like, how did you actually earn that money. So I thought I could explain my business with 
categorizing everything by income streams, like go through all of the different ways that my business makes money. So I made a similar style reel with another trending audio, just text on screen music and some cute like B-roll, vertical B-roll clips. And over the past few weeks, that video has now surpassed over 270,000 views. Again, a completely crazy number for me when it comes to how much reach my reels typically get. I think this really capitalized on the attention that I was already getting from my original income streams video. People that had watched that and engaged with it were then likely to get my follow-up video recommended in their reels feed. And it was a format that was just proven to work well. Like I knew, okay, this obviously resonated with people. I think this follow-up on a similar topic, but with a slightly different angle will perform well for me. But here's the thing, and this is where we come back to what I was saying before about the balance, right? You can't just post different versions of the same reel over and over again and expect it to keep growing. You might get reach, right? Like if I kept posting kind of different variations on like how much money I made in 2022 by income streams and all, all these different like ways of categorizing it and whatever, you know, that might get reach because it's the kind of thing that gets reach. But are my existing followers going to be excited about it? Are they going to start to get really bored seeing the exact same reel from me over and over again? That's why it's so important to find the balance between trending content and original content. So let's talk about what I said I was going to discuss before, which is my approach to a good healthy, balanced, real strategy, and what my own content calendar looks like. So I really, really feel like an effective real strategy in 2023 all comes down to balance. You need to be creating content for the purpose of reaching new followers and creating content for the purpose of nurturing your existing followers. Sometimes I do think these different categories will have a little bit of overlap, but oftentimes you'll need to balance both priorities by creating different kinds of content. So let's just talk briefly about what I mean by these two categories. First of all, trending viral potential content. That's basically what I've been discussing this whole episode. That's when you look for trends, you observe themes that you're seeing, and you think about what am I willing to talk about that nobody else is willing to talk about, but that people are very interested in listening to. That's the approach to viral content. On the other hand, we have what I call original content. So this is content that is not based on trends. You're not relying on trending formats, memes, skits, audios in order to create your content. In my case, it often looks like talking head videos. So where I'm just sitting down talking to the camera and these might be tutorials, tips, advice, opinions, strategies, that kind of thing. Obviously this can look different depending on your niche or your audience. Like I think other forms of original content are like vlogs, recipe videos, you know, that kind of thing. Something that's not based on a trend. And I think it's really important to balance this kind of thing because the original content is what your audience is gonna come back for again and again because it's fresh, it's new each time and it's original to you. Whereas they can find the kind of like latest, greatest, best trending content by just going to their explore page, like their reels feed, right? And so it doesn't really matter who that trendy content is from, it just matters that it's like good and eye-catching and really fast-paced and interesting. Whereas your original content, that's what really sets you apart. So with that balance in mind, Here's what my content calendar looks like. 
I aim to do three solid pieces of original content each week. So like I was saying, for me, this means talking to camera, tips, advice, or opinion pieces about social media growth and content creation. These are very similar to the videos that I make for YouTube, only they're vertical and they're much shorter. And I balance this out by creating two pieces of more trendy style content. So this is often based on a trending audio or music that's trending lately. It's usually highly visual and I tend to include a lot of B-roll and really focus on the aesthetics. And especially recently, I've been trying to lean into the money theme because that obviously has performed well for me and it's something that you know I feel passionate about being more transparent around finances and um, it's, you know, people seem to be interested in it. So I've been trying out other formats, like what I spent in a week, in addition to the income theme. It can kind of be hard to predict what might pop off with trends. So you just need to experiment a little bit. And that's kind of what I'm in the stage of doing right now. So that is my approach to what a balanced and effective real strategy looks like in 2023, when it comes to taking advantage of trends in order to reach larger new audiences and also leaning on original content in order to nurture your existing audience. If you want to learn more about how I edit my reels and how I suggest you might edit your reels as well, I've actually just recently released a reels editing masterclass. It's only $25 and you can get it at my website at katiesteckley.com shop. And I walk you through not only how to edit within the reels editor, but also using my favorite mobile video editing app, which is Adobe Rush. So I go through all of that and it even includes a bonus training on story strategy. So if you want to check that out, Again, it's just at my website, katiesteckley.com slash shop. Look for the Reels Editing Masterclass. I think it'll be a really great addition to top off this little strategy discussion that we've had today to help you get your Reels looking polished and great and ready to hit that Reels Explore feed. All right, well, I hope you found this episode helpful. As always, hit me up on Instagram if you have any questions, suggestions, or recommendations for future episodes of the Creator Club podcast. My Instagram username is at Katie Steckley. I really appreciate you listening, especially if you hung out all the way to the end of the episode. And as always, I will catch you in next week's episode. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.